Chapter Six of Brown Book of the Hitler Terror. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Brown Book of the Hitler Terror by Lord Marley. Chapter Six, Part One The Campaign Against Culture. At the same time as their main attack against the German working class and its organizations, Hitler and Goebbels are also waging war against the best sections of the German intelligentsia. Nazi boots trample on the life work of the most prominent scientists and artists. In the literal sense, they trample on the brutally treated bodies of many intellectuals who are hated by the Nazis on account of their independence, their progressive and liberal outlook, although in many cases they have had no connection whatever with the militant workers under hitler even a liberal outlook is a crime which must be mercilessly avenged goebbels commands the brown inquisitors who think that they can turn back the wheel of history to long before the french revolution everything jewish or supposedly marxist everything that embodies the progress and enlightenment of the last hundred and fifty years is to be rooted out in hitler's germany there is no room for conceptions of any spiritual freedom for any moderate goodwill felt by bourgeois professors to scientific impartiality for even the most distant expression of the social struggle for the freedom of the masses in works of art these are driven from professional chairs from the stage from the desks of lecturers and conductors they are driven from the hospitals from the research institutes and the academies the pyres of advanced literature in german city squares blazon far into the distance the message that the brown barbarians intend not only to extirpate physically the most courageous and self-sacrificing anti-fascists but also to destroy everything of any vitality and worth and even anything that was at all progressive even from a bourgeois standpoint the last standard-bearers of intellectual liberalism are now being physically and intellectually murdered by that brown force which the ruling powers have unchained in order to postpone the collapse of the capitalist system the most recent events in germany have shown more clearly than ever that in our epoch the future of culture is inseparably connected with the working-class struggle for freedom persecution of scientists fascism's deadly hatred is naturally directed against those intellectuals who have sided with the working-class struggle for freedom or are connected with pacifist organizations the attack on them followed immediately after the burning of the reichstag the first series of arrests which began after the incendiary act of the brown provocateurs affected particularly the german group of the league of doctors against imperialist war which had been formed at amsterdam since the end of february the leader of this group dr felix bunheim has been in one of hitler's prisons dr bunheim is an extremely respected specialist for internal diseases and his many scientific works have made him famous he belongs to no party the scientific importance of his works secured for him a responsible post in the hufeland hospital one of the largest in berlin the mere fact that dr felix bunheim put himself at the head of the doctor's movement against war has been enough to expose him to the undying hate of the hitler fascists his work on behalf of the international doctors league has been arbitrarily denounced as high treason he has not been allowed any legal aid in spite of his imprisonment for several months he has been refused any contact with his family max hodan 
known for his activities in the sphere of advice to working men and women in sexual matters and author of a number of popular scientific works has for some months been in the hands of hitler's myrmidons the well-known marxist scientist hermann duncker a name which ranks high in the workers movement throughout the world has been imprisoned in spite of his age and the fact that he was seriously ill his life is in serious danger the man who was regarded by a whole generation of social democratic workers as one of their most esteemed teachers is now being physically and mentally destroyed in hitler's prisons the writer karl august Wittfogel, author of an extremely well-informed book on china the writers ludwig wren karl von osieski kurt hiller egon irvin kisch eric musam klaus neukranz eric baron and many others and the doctors professor scheller of breslau dr asch of berlin and dr volgemuth of hamburg have been arrested the scientific institutes universities and schools are to be turned into drill halls for storm troop culture the persecution of scientists of high standing who are suspected of marxist pacifist or liberal ideas touches even the ranks of the german nationalist party the lecturing staffs of the most important german universities are being wiped out with a relentlessness worthy of the vandals denunciation and the grabbing of posts by incompetent but at least ambitious near scientists are now the order of the day the flower of german science driven out we select only a few examples from the list of dismissals persecutions and of persons granted leave of absence the best-known case is that of Albert Einstein, whose reputation as a physicist is worldwide. Albert Einstein, a Swiss subject, member of the Prussian Academy of Sciences, has incurred the hatred of the Nazis for his left democratic political views, his active interest in the Jewish question, and his world-renowned scientific achievements. Einstein's scientific works were burnt in the bonfire at the University of Berlin amid the delighted howls of the Nazis. This act alone is enough to make Hitler's Germany a laughingstock in the world of modern science. No branch of modern industry can thrive without the exact sciences. But Hitler's regime has driven from their posts the most outstanding representatives of the exact sciences and mathematics. The University of Göttingen has a long tradition behind it, and in the last 50 years has trained a whole generation of brilliant research workers. The most prominent professors of this university have been driven out. James Franck, an experimental physicist with a worldwide reputation and a Nobel Prize winner, was forced to take voluntary leave of absence because he is a Jew. Professor Born, also a well-known physicist, is no longer allowed to carry on his un-German researches in Germany. Courant is a mathematician, an authority on the theory of functions. Bernstein is one of the most important European experts in actuarial mathematics. Emmy Noether has a reputation in the field of mathematics and higher algebra. All of these were driven out. The Berlin Faculty of Mathematics was also deprived of its most outstanding teachers, and the Berlin Technical University has also to record heavy losses. Among those who have been driven out is Professor Arthur Korn, a physicist who invented the first practical method of achieving television. The Berlin mathematicians who were sacrificed in the cleansing of the university include Schur, the algebraist, and professors Missis and Bieberbach. 
this outburst of fury directed against the representatives of the exact sciences is suicidal even from the standpoint of the modern capitalist development of industry and stands in sharp contrast with the opportunities which the soviet union has offered to all genuine scientists among the victims of the nazi cleansing there is a nobel prize winner of the name of fritz haber haber the leader of an important school of chemists was a scientific figure of the first rank even before the war he invented the first practical method of obtaining nitrogen from the air he is anything but a pacifist during the war his inventions were of the greatest service to imperial germany his name represents the highest development of modern german chemistry the times of may fourth nineteen thirty three justly remark that it is an irony of fate that the nazis should compel this man to resign his post when the fact that germany was able to hold out for four years was in all probability due to him more than to any other man professor polanyi who was also driven out was one of haber's principal colleagues among others who had to make room for the cultural barbarism of the nazis we must also mention professor buck of berlin who has worked on the Planckian quantum theory and the Königsberg mathematician hensel known for his original work on the theory of number the keel professor adolf frankel author of an important work on the theory of quantity and the berlin physicist pringsheim whose works deal with important problems of radiation all the scientists mentioned are well-known research workers and lecturers of high standing in scientific circles even this very incomplete list is enough to show that these expulsions amount to the virtual destruction of german science that german fascism is fighting every scientific advance with its inquisitions and incendiarism no passports for scientists the appointment of albert einstein to the institute of france and the lectures given in stockholm by professor bernhard zondek a dismissed gynecologist led to the demand being seriously put forward that the passports of expelled university professors should be taken from them that the un-german spirit of these scientists should not be allowed to benefit foreign universities in connection with einstein's appointment at the institute of france the taglicke rundschau a journal of the right on april seventeenth nineteen thirty three demanded that the government should at once deprive the sixteen dismissed university professors of their passports as otherwise there could be no guarantee that one or other of them might not shortly occupy a chair in paris oxford or london and use that post to carry on his anti-german politics that in this connection it was necessary to remember that some of these professors such as kelsen lederer and bonn had extremely good connections abroad germany's greatest doctors may not work in germany bernhard zondek has been described by euler the swedish nobel prize winner for medicine as the one outstanding genius zondek invented a method of chemical analysis of the urine which makes it possible to ascertain pregnancy in the earliest stages this method is of extreme importance for social hygiene as well as from the purely medical standpoint zondek has done brilliant work in the investigation of hormones he has been attempting to produce the sex hormones substances which are different in men and women their existence was only recently discovered he is one of the pioneers in this method of research and quite recently achieved astounding success in the artificial reproduction of sex hormones but the hitler government deprives him of his professorial chair friedman 
who has been carrying on research into tuberculosis has been removed from his post in berlin he is the inventor of a very valuable anti-tuberculosis serum tuberculin moritz borchardt director of the surgical department in the moabit hospital in berlin was in his youth an assistant of the famous german surgeon von bergmann and subsequently doctor in charge of the firko hospital in berlin he has applied surgery in the fight against tuberculosis he has now been removed from his post by a national socialist commissioner of health the destruction of the hirschfeld sexual science institute a reliable witness who although not himself attached to the institute was able to see and hear exactly what occurred has made the following deposition as to the destruction of this scientific institute which is known throughout the world on the morning of may sixth the berliner lokalamtiger reported that the cleansing of berlin libraries of books of un-german spirit would be begun that morning and that the students of the gymnastic academy would make a start with the sexual science institute this institute was founded by dr magnus hirschfeld in nineteen eighteen in the house formerly occupied by prince hatzfeld and was shortly afterwards taken over by the prussian government as an institution of public importance its unique collection of exhibits its research work its archives and its library won for it an international reputation and international connections many foreign scientists doctors and writers came to berlin for the purpose of working at the institute on the publication of the press notice referred to an attempt was made to remove for safekeeping some of the most valuable private books and manuscripts but this proved to be impossible as the person removing the books was arrested by a guard which had evidently been placed round the institute during the night at nine thirty a m some lorries drew up in front of the institute with about one hundred students in a brass band they drew up in military formation in front of the institute and then marched into the building with their band playing as the office was not yet open there was no responsible person there there were only a few women and one man the students demanded admittance to every room and broke in the doors of those which were closed including the office of the world league for sexual reform when they found that there was not much to be had in the lower rooms they made their way up to the first floor where they emptied the ink bottles over manuscripts and carpets and then made for the bookcases they took away whatever they thought not completely unobjectionable working for the most part on the basis of the so-called blacklist but they went beyond this and took other books also including for example a large work on tutankhamen and a number of art journals which they found among the secretary's private books they then removed from the archives the large charts dealing with intersexual cases which had been prepared for the international medical congress held at the kensington museum in london in nineteen thirteen they threw most of these charts through the windows to their comrades who were standing outside they removed from the walls other drawings and photographs of special types and kicked them round the room leaving it strewn with torn drawings and broken glass when one of the students pointed out that this was medical material another replied that this was of no importance that they were not concerned with the confiscation of a few books and pictures but that they were there to destroy the institute a long speech was then made and a life-size model showing the internal secretion process was thrown out of the window and smashed to pieces in one of the consulting rooms they used a mop to smash a pantostat used in the treatment of patients they also took away a bronze bust of dr hirschfeld and a number of other statues 
on the first occasion they only seized a few hundred books out of the library of the institute the staff was kept under observation during the whole of the proceedings and the band played throughout so that a large crowd of inquisitive people gathered outside at twelve o'clock the leader made a long speech and then the gang left singing a particularly vulgar song and also the horsed vessel song the people in the institute assumed that this concluded the robbery proceedings but at three o'clock in the afternoon a number of lorries filled with storm-troopers appeared and explained that they would have to continue the work of confiscation as the men who had been there in the morning had not had time to make a proper clearance this second troop then proceeded to make a careful search through every room taking down to the lorries basket after basket of valuable books and manuscripts two lorry loads in all it was clear from the oaths used that the names of the authors whose books were in the special library were well known to the students sigmund freud whose photograph they took from the staircase and carried off was called that jewish sal freud and havelock ellis was called that swine other english authors wanted by them were oscar wilde edward carpenter and norman hare and also the works of judge lindsay the american juvenile judge margaret sanger and george sylvester fierick and of french writers the works of andre gide marcel proust pierre lotti zola etc the sight of the works of the danish author lundbach also made them break out into oaths many bound volumes of periodicals were also removed they also wanted to take away several thousand questionnaires which were among the records but desisted when they were assured that these were simply medical histories on the other hand it did not prove possible to dissuade them from removing the material belonging to the world league for sexual reform the whole edition of the journal sexus and the card index in addition a great many manuscripts including many unpublished ones fell into their hands they repeatedly inquired when dr hirschfeld would be returning they wanted as they expressed it to be given the tip as to when he would be there even before this raid on the institute storm-troopers had visited it on several occasions and asked for dr hirschfeld when they were told that he was abroad owing to an attack of malaria they replied then let's hope he'll die without our aid then we shan't have to hang him or beat him to death on may seventh the berlin and foreign press reported the attack on the sexual science institute and the executive committee of the world league for sexual reform sent a telegraphic protest pointing out that a considerable portion of the material was foreign property and asking that it should at least not be burnt no attention was paid to this telegram which was addressed to the minister of education and three days later all the books and photographs together with a large number of other works were burnt on the opera square more than ten thousand volumes from the special library of the institute were destroyed the students carried dr hirschfeld's bust in their torchlight procession and threw it on the fire the nazi report described this deed of culture in the following terms energetic action against a poison shop german students fumigate the sexual science institute detachment x of the german student organization yesterday occupied the sexual science institute which was controlled by the jew magnus hirschfeld this institute which tried to shelter behind a scientific cloak and was always protected during the fourteen years of marxist rule by the authorities of that period was an unparalleled breeding-ground of dirt and filth as the results of the search have proved beyond question 
a whole lorry load of pornographic pictures and writings as well as documents and registers have been confiscated the criminal police will have to deal with a part of the material found another part of it will be publicly burnt angriff may sixth nineteen thirty three un-german sociologists and jurists in turning out well-known sociologists and jurists the national socialists have also got rid of many good conservative elements the best known of these dismissed professors is the heidelberg sociologist alfred weber who in connection with his brother max weber now dead published many profound studies of the forms of development of the primitive economy of a number of peoples and cultures in countries outside europe weber is by no means a marxist but a bourgeois professor but he committed the mortal sin of not describing other peoples and cultures as half apish and subhuman as laid down by national socialism the berlin commercial academy loses its rector the prominent liberal economist professor bonn the professor of constitutional law anschutz was compelled to leave heidelberg university he had been for many years a professor at berlin university even in imperial germany he was an authority of the first rank in his sphere and subsequently he was an authoritative commentator on the weimar constitution many of his colleagues were also sent into the wilderness professor kelsen of cologne harms his colleague at kiel feiler former editor of the frankfurter zeitung the right social democrat emil radbruck the social democrat sinsheimer in frankfurt laterer in heidelberg and heller in frankfurt all of them jurists the greatest german authority on civil law professor martin wolf was forcibly driven out of his lecture room by swastika students the liberal lewin schuchin of kiel an authority on international law who represented germany at the hague international tribunal was driven from his post prominent psychologists too were driven from their lecture rooms william stern of hamburg who has published important works on child psychology and max wertheimer of frankfurt are no longer allowed to lecture at german universities in hamburg in addition to a half dozen of less well-known professors the philosopher ernst kassirer was dismissed he was a man of great learning and reputation of the so-called marsburg school books by weight in berlin the political police have confiscated approximately ten thousand hundredweight of books and periodicals and removed them to the stables of the former mounted police where they are being carefully examined the seizure of the books was not carried out everywhere without friction as soon as it became known that the operation was in progress many libraries put their books into hiding places to prevent their seizure by the police most of the hiding places were however discovered many of the books were found scattered in coach houses cellars sheds under floors and in private houses volkischer beobuchter may twenty first nineteen thirty three on the bonfires we are not and do not want to be the land of goethe and einstein not on any account berliner lokalanzeiger may seventh nineteen thirty three when the caliph wanted to burn the famous library of alexandria some people begged him to preserve this valuable collection why asked the caliph if these books contain what is in the koran then they are superfluous and if anything else is in them then they are pernicious and so the library of alexandria was burnt on may tenth 
the square in front of the berlin opera house opposite the university was aglow with the flames of a great bonfire the whole square was cordoned off with brown and black detachments of the storm troops and protective corps lorries brought in gigantic heaps of books bands played orders rang out the minister of propaganda goebbels rushed up in a car in the year nineteen thirty three this extraordinary spectacle of the burning books took place to the sound of the horse vessel and deutschland songs on to the bonfire were thrown the works of karl marx frederick engels lenin and stalin rosa luxemburg karl liebknecht and august bebel deutschland deutschland über alles on to the bonfire were thrown the works of pacifist writers bourgeois poets and social reformers whose names ranked high in bourgeois germany the flames consumed the works of thomas mann and heinrich mann leonard frank magnus hirschfeld sigmund freud jacob wassermann stefan zweig bert brecht alfred doblin and theodor plivier deutschland deutschland über alles this destruction of all advanced creations of the intellect took place not far away from the pedestal of alexander and wilhelm von humboldt in the berlin university wilhelm von humboldt who founded this university and became one of the standard bearers of the spirit of the enlightenment aimed at raising junker prussia to the level of the bourgeois world of the west now german students in nazi uniform carried out this pogrom against advanced literature in front of his statue deutschland deutschland über alles the crackling flames in front of berlin university the pall of smoke over the heads of a chauvinistic mob a speech from goebbels reich minister of propaganda this made a spectacle which the berliner twelve uhr mittagsblatt a loyal hitler journal with unconscious irony described as spectral it has forgotten the fires lighted by the oppressors of every age and what came of them the flames in front of berlin university were to consume not only marxist works but the highest achievements of bourgeois culture and science of the last hundred and fifty years the mania for the destruction of all advanced literature raged through every province of germany tens of thousands of private libraries were confiscated in the course of raids on houses and often destroyed on the spot the library in the leipzig volkshaus one of the largest and most valuable libraries in germany with rare and irreplaceable publications of the working-class movement fell victim to the brown culture-bearers hatred of marxism here are some instances of the public burning of books reported by the german national telegraphen union of may tenth berlin may tenth in munich a ceremony was carried out in the inner court of the university which was presided over by the rector the official speech was made by the bavarian minister of education who spoke of the national revolution and the tasks of the universities at the end of the proceedings there was a torchlight procession to the Königsplatz, where the burning of un-german books was carried out in dresden the poet wilhelm vesper spoke at the students demonstration here too there was a long torchlight procession to the bismarck colonnade where after an address by the senior dresden student all filthy and disgusting literature was burnt in breslau the students demonstration took place at the castle square after an official speech by professor bornhausen about forty hundredweight of filthy and shameful books were burnt 
in frankfurt on main professor fricke opened the proceedings which took place on the historic rumerberg a wagon filled with the books which were to be burnt as a symbol was drawn by two oxen to the place where the bonfire had been made the burning of the books concluded with the singing of the horst vessel song a few days earlier the works of the great german poet heinrich heine had been committed to the flames in dusseldorf in his speech at berlin herr goebbels spoke of the burning of the books as a very symbolic act the burning was not symbolical the german fascist reactionaries are determined in actual fact and quite unsymbolically to burn anything printed which does not suit them just as they are determined physically to exterminate all writers and distributors of anti-fascist literature a blacklist the hugenberg organ the nachtesgabe published on april twenty sixth nineteen thirty three the following blacklist of literature which deserve to be burnt belles lettres shalom ash henri barbus bertold breck max broad except his novel tycho brahe alfred doblin except for wallenstein ilia ehrenberg albert ehrenstein arthur flesser leon fuchtwanger ivan gol yaroslav hasek walter hasenclever arthur holitscher heydrich edward jacob joseph kalinikau gina kaus egan Irvin kisch heinz liebmann heinrich mann except flotten und dolce klaus mann robert neumann ernst ottwald kurt pintus theodor plivier eric maria remark ludwig Renn, only not krieg alfred schirokauer arthur schnitzler richard bierhofen ernst toller kurt tukolski arnold zweig stefan zweig and katerina wirt soldat by adrian thomas political science lenin karl liebknecht karl marx hugo preuss walter rathenau rudolf hilferding august bebel max adler s offhauser e i gumbel n bucherin l bauer and helen keller all of la salle except for his assizes speeches and on the special connection of the present historical period with the idea of the workers as a class history in general all pacifist and defeatist works also all pro-bolshevik literature on russian history must be destroyed this includes the work of otto bauer karl chupik oscar blum paul hahn muller franken kurt kerstein's bismarck und seine zeit Franz Mehring's Zur Deutschen Geschichte and Zur Prussischen Geschichte, and the works of Glacier and Upton Sinclair. Gutjahr, head of the Berlin-Brandenburg section of the German student organization, directed the burning of the books on the square in front of Berlin University. In addition to the works of the authors enumerated above, he also ordered to be thrown onto the flames the works of Engels, Sigmund Freud, Emil Ludwig, Alfred Kerr, Osiecki, Theodor Wolff, George Bernhard, Bertha von Suttner, Rosa Luxemburg, Theodor Heuss, Freiherr von Schoenig, and Vandevelde. The ideological weakness of the brown rulers manifests itself in this war of destruction waged against science and literature for the purpose of destroying everything that is necessary to an understanding of the history of culture and science. But Hitler's burning of all the works of progressive German thought 
cannot wipe out the memory of what mankind has owed in the past to german thought the flames of the fires on the berlin opera square have not destroyed germany's ability to help forward the development of human culture not hitler goebbels goering and rust are the representatives of the real german mind but the millions of men and women whom the hitler regime is now persecuting as anti-fascist workers scientists artists and intellectuals end of chapter six part one